Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Breakfast with Gary and Tim. Crank it up. Up like the Sydney Campbell. Morning, everyone. Welcome. It is Wednesday. I'm liking that. The eighth day of March. After a very, very slow start to that song, I, I kind of got into it a little bit. Got a big show today. The uh, McCafe menu's loaded. We've got Tim Denton from Keezer. Jeremy Cameron, arguably, some would say, the most valuable player in the competition is going to join us. It's Geelong Membership Day. Sammy Edmund, questions out notice. We're here for the Koga Money credit card. It's packed full of value. Melbourne Airport Parking now offering value terminal and premium parking. Morning to you, Whispers. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, everybody. Um, and if anybody spotted Snoop, Dog, who apparently is in town at the moment. I think he's still around somebody. We'd love to hear from you because we'd love to be able to track him down and get him on the program sometime today or <laughs> maybe tomorrow. He's been around Snoopter. for a week. He's he been, loves his sport. He's probably left ages ago. He's been <laughs> around for a week. Has he? Yeah. How did we miss that? Well, I didn't miss it. I even, I, even I knew about it. Why didn't you say something? You know I'm a big fan. We were, um, we were, that, we were busy talking about Ed Sheeran and um, there was another concert too, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, we had uh, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. He was here too. Okay. So did you – you didn't go to the concert though, did you, the Snoop concert? Uh, no. But you <laughs> were talking about I it. didn't go to the Snoop concert. <laughs> you said, pretty, pretty safe bet, that one. <laughs> you said that uh, he gave a big gold chain, did he, to Russell and Ed? I read where he was partying with Ed Sheeran and Rusty. Yep. Uh, the gladiator, mm. and he gave him a one a nine and a half thousand. They, he gave them both nine and a half thousand dollar gold chains. Yeah. Oh well, that would, are you not entertained? That wouldn't necessarily be a big chain for nine and a half thousand dollars. Well, not a bad big gangsterish type chain. Well, I've been out and had a drink with you. You didn't give me a nine and a half thousand dollar chain. No, because you wouldn't want to wear a nine and a half thousand dollar chain. Talking about going out for dinner. Yeah. My spies, my French spies. <laughs> They said they may have seen you at a very upmarket Swiss fresh restaurant, French well, restaurant last night. Put your teeth back in. <laughs> French you... restaurant last night. Yes, I did. Is that right? Yeah, no, I went out for one of the, the three boys' birthdays. I didn't book. Whose boy, who's birthday was it? Josh. Okay. I, I didn't book. Well, I didn't book. Someone right. else booked a very expensive restaurant. Well, you sent some photos out last night. I love the look. No, I, didn't I, love, any, I, didn't I love any the look photos of that meal out. I sent a photo to you to say, look what I cooked. It looked magnificent. Well, it's beautiful. Yeah, entrecote. 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 <laughs> infamous venue. Did you speak French because you are very fluent in French when you were ordering last night? Yes, I did because the um, waiter was a bit nervous. It was his right. first day. Right. And you would have helped him? From France. So, uh, Which part of France was he from? Didn't ask. All right. Um, All right. We, we talked him through. How about being a bit more interested in his life? It's a bit hard to understand, to be honest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, they have a party of five. Good question. You had a stringy frit. No, it's a, like a steak. You have a set. Yeah, it's a set menu. A lot of sauce on your meal. What did well, you I on? didn't ask for it. it I know, but came. what was the sauce on it? On your it was steak, like a chimichurri sort of. Um, I don't know, Ben. What was it? 
herb butter style okay. setup. It, it, it was swimming in it. And yet, oh. did I see? Did I spot a little bit of dead horse off to the side? Nothing wrong with that for you, Fritz. <laughs> hey, no wonder the poor Fritz, what? Tim. Let's, okay. He would have been. Can you imagine the conversation when he got back into the kitchen? What, what about you? And this bloke's just <laughs> this bloke's just asked for some dead horse. First day on the job from France. <laughs> All right, let's put that out there. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter what restaurant you're at. How pricey it might be. Mm. If you want sauce, tomato, ask for it. Mm. I think that's been authentic, Tim. Okay. I want a bit of sauce on my fritz. Right. I and I didn't slather it over the beautiful steak. Did he question it or not? He did look at me a bit strangely, and, it, and it was, everything was beautifully presented at Entrecote in you know little. Every porcelain, this and the mustards and this yep. and that, and you just plonked down a plastic squeezy t- a <laughs> tomato. <did. laughs> it was a plastic squeezy <laughs> tomato bottle, and just went, yeah, if you must, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it was nice. Well, what uh, twenty five? That's my youngest son. That was his birthday celebrating. What age would you think, given your all your children are more adult than mine, mm. would they start putting their hand in their pocket for dinner? Did but did you take them to dinner though? That's the thing. Well, it's his birthday, yeah. Okay, well, you probably have to pay then if that's no, the case. That's right. If you've invited no, but just, all the, okay, At no. what stage would they start putting their no, hand in their in pocket? Ge- in general. Job's 38. Um, I think in the 40s, <laughs> must be. It gets a little bit exy when you're when oh, you putting the bill for the whole whole lot. Anyway, it was a beautiful. He's beautiful. a big orderer too. He just orders everything. OBJ, yeah, one home. of everything he yeah. does. Wine. Takes everything. Over, oh, every, every, takes everything. Over the wine list. Everything. <laughs> Hey, uh, Wednesday, recommendation Wednesday it is, mm. so hopefully you've got one for me. I've got one for you. Mm. And it's International Women's Day today. Yes. So, Wispies. Happy International Women's Day to all the women out there today. And the Wisp has put a lot of work into the Wednesday Wispy list. I have. These top 10 women's uh, sporting women in Australia. Yes. Is that the, that the list you're doing? Yes. Not necessarily athletes, though. The top 10 women in sport. In this country. Oh, women in sport. Women in sport in this country, yes. Okay. Not necessarily athletes. I'll be doing that at uh, one minute to nine this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> one minute You'll to nine. You'll be doing that out of eight o'clock. I'm looking forward to talking to Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, uh, I think he could be a good chat, actually, Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, he's he'd a- put sauce. He'd put sauce on his uh, fritz at a big, fancy French restaurant. He's a Johnny Deer man. Is he? You know that, yeah. He's got the farm, so he's got a big John Deere out there. Ah, talking about tractors, I saw there's a big tractor, more than one big tractor out on the MCG yesterday. There was a John Deere and a Kubota. Yes. What about that story that you well, broke uh-huh. yesterday? Right, yeah. And now- And you gave nothing. Well, I, I said- You I gave was, me nothing yesterday. I said I was confident. I was confident that the um, AFL would have that under control. And they will. And they will. And here the MCC. it is. Yeah, the MCC splashed across the front page of the Herald Sun today. So big repair bill is the G's glass half empty. This is the Wisps story yesterday, and all the good journalists follow up on the Wisp, and Jay Clark is a very, very good journalist. Big repair bill, um, half its turf to be replaced, 10,000 square metres of new turf to restore to the elite playing surface in just 13 days. Mm. The bill's going to be funded by the concert promoters. Mm. We've got four blockbusters at the G to open the season in four days, and this has been two years in the making. So they've been aware of the challenge of having to do all this. Right. So I've got no 
doubt in the world they'll get there. No, they'll get there because they would have planned to have all the all the grass grown somewhere. They would have brought it in on the back of uh, semis yesterday. Yeah, ready to go. Hundred percent. It doesn't knit straight away though. I've noticed. I did a lot of uh, turf laying when I was a landscape gardener. It takes a while. You got to get the rake and you got to push the sort of the sides of the turf all together. So I'd be a little bit concerned. Maybe. Maybe about the edges of it. That's all. It's extraordinary what they can do. And you look at this picture now, as you alerted us to yesterday, and good on the champ, Jay-Z Clark, for following up. Um, it's just a, like a, a sandy, barren wasteland right now in the middle of the G. Yeah, it goes down in these big blocks, like these big, big blocks. So mm -hmm. you say they've been preparing for two years for this? Yes. Yeah, so they would be well-knitted, the blocks, but then they've got to put them all together, so like a big jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. That's right. I don't know whether they do. They, do they sort of like do a brick bond type lay, or do they lay them all sort of square in a line so they've got the seam down the same spot? Brick. I'd do the brick, wouldn't you? Yeah, on my word, I would. So you don't have otherwise you'd just get a big long line down the middle. That's exactly what I said. Where on That's the, exactly what I said. I'll tell you what who didn't follow my advice when I got into work yesterday, the uh, far producer. Why? He didn't think it was a big story at all. I said something <laughs> I said, send a camera crew down there and get some shots of it. Will he get dragged oh. over the coals today? Boring whisper, hey? he said. That's not a story. He said boring. <laughs> boring story. Just on that. Okay, here's, here's a question for you without notice. The AFL season, I hope I'm right on this. I've mm. spoken about this yesterday. Season openers on Thursday night, MCG. Yep. What time's the ball bounce? This has been a big one of ours. Uh, on a Thursday night, I think it's a 7-10 start, isn't it? Seven, didn't that we didn't we introduce that last year or seven ten twenty seven twenty yeah, and then the following night, round one, uh, Geelong and Collingwood a Friday night Friday night that's a seven fifty, I would have thought yeah what is it seven forty, okay so we've brought it forward a little bit ah uh -uh. the following Friday night what time do you think the Friday night game starts oh, Crikey you've been. Doing some heavy research in the last 24 hours. Well, given it was a 7.40 start to open the season, you go, all right, I'll get more than 10 minutes. I better get myself sorted. If I'm coming down from the country or I'm leaving work early, I better get there for 7.40. 7.50. Back to 7.50. Yeah. What's going on? I don't know. I well, really don't know. So it's a 7.40. The first Friday night's a 7.40, and then the second Friday night's a 7.50. Yes. I didn't know that. Why, I don't know why. Why didn't you know that? You're, well, you're, I'm not. In, I'm, you're the host broadcaster. Uh, well, that's true, but well, it's you not should something. Know that. Well, I've been too busy trying to fix the turf at the ground. Well, can you find out what's going on with all that? Uh, I can. Can you boys out there just double check that that's absolutely accurate? I can. I can. Um, you know, we talked yesterday, very late in the program, about Anna Visto, who will be going up to Sydney to race in the Coolmore this weekend, yeah. and I was worried about how she was getting up there. Apparently, she's so fit at the moment they're going to ride her up there. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to go over the mountains <laughs> and she's going to round up some Brumbies on the way <laughs> gonna pull and push ahead Pete sees an opportunity here. He's going to, he's going to auction off the Brumbies <laughs> as they come into Ramwick Racecourse. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're going to have um, yeah a buggy. She's going to be pulling a buggy. She's going that well. Hey, um, the... I did talk to Jabby about her yesterday, yeah. and uh, he said, "Dad, whew, does she look fighting fit?" She's in showroom condition at the moment, ready to go. Did you? Did you? Um, I do worry. Voice your concerns about Nash grab for cash bash through about cash reveal. Yeah, I am. I, 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 in all seriousness, I've watched her race very, very closely because of the interest that Job has in her. Which wouldn't matter because you know anything about horses. I know nothing about it, but I do know this. Well, I do know this. I know that Jamie Carr's got a lovely seat, and she's got very soft hands. 
and the horse responds to her. So I just hope that uh, Pricey gives uh, Nash all the right riding instructions and he understands very, very clearly what type of horse he has underneath him. So do I. So do I. Because you and I, all good. You and I may be, we may be putting a little bit of a a bet on her. We may be. Five dollars. Might we be or not? Yeah. You got any money left after the restaurant last night or not? Not much. Gamble responsibly. Um, What is the Geelong membership special for today before I get out of the car? We'll find that out for you before you get out of the car. Um, The the cricket is coming up at a stadium that is a Medabad. A Medabad, yep. Yep, which uh, can seat 130,000 plus. Is that right? Yep. Who opened that stadium? Um, well, I think they've – actually, I'll tell you who did, and they've got him back as the Michael Pope sort of crab warm-up. Ground announcer. Ground announcer. Because he's, yeah. he's got some dignitaries going to be there. That's right. Uh, Albie, elbow, elbow is going to be there, yes. El, El, elbow and easy. Elbow and easy yeah, is going to be there. Our Prime Minister's yeah. going over. So who, who, will, who will ever forget his last performance there at the stadium? From Suchin, Tendulkar, to Virat Kohli. <laughs> Is he doing the ground announcing for this test match? He's got some time on his head. Oh, dear. Give me he that. could be there. He that, could that, be there. That was uh, Donald Trump doing some he – op- did he mm. open the stand? Is that right? Yeah. Was that Donald Trump or was that Jamie Foxx? No. So this is Donald Trump right. with 130,000 Indian mad cricket supporters yep. and he – he needed to announce the two number one cricketers in that country. Let's have a listen again. From Suchin Tendulkar <laughs> to Virat Kohli. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told me that he once called the Prime Minister of China, China X, because he just saw it. <laughs> <laughs> he just. He just <laughs> well, he that might have been his nickname. He was gone. He was heading off to China to see X. He could have had a nickname. So, Mr. For Trump, him. no, it's not X. Um, have we got the Jamie Foxx one there? Is there a thumb up or not? There, have yeah. we got. Have we got it? This is this is. I reckon Jamie Fox is probably one of the most talented entertainers in the world. Acting, singing, any he can do anything. Okay, here's his impersonation of Donald Trump. It's unbelievable. Now he can vote for me once he gets out. I love Snoop Dogg, Double G, great person. So do you love Death Row Records? I love People Death Row. I love Death. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes, I love Death Row. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. Excuse me. Fake news. <laughs> I thought we had the virus one too, but maybe we don't have that. Maybe that to finish. Dunstall's looking at us. No, he hadn't got the virus one. Hey, we're um, taking calls throughout the show, of course, on the IMR open line. IMR Insurance of Tradies, mate. You can call 13 IMR. The 40 Wings text machine is up and going. 0433981116. I've got a lot of questions to put it out to our audience today. They can help us out. It would appear the AFL are in no rush to appoint a CEO. Um, None. So maybe we should appoint one. Maybe our audience can appoint one. They can make take some nominations. Um, Good idea. And we haven't got an, an ex-footballer who hasn't been on the AFL commission since Jason Ball was there back in 2021. So if you've got a commission, right. someone to whack on the commission. And we haven't got a football operations manager. So <laughs> three wow. pretty important jobs with the AFL season just about to be launched. No CEO, no footy head of footy operations, and no uh, one on the commission with any footy background. Can we wow. sort them out? Our audience will sort that out. They can. Oh, four, double, three, nine, you got some nominations? You've been thinking about this? Relentlessly. I can't say think about anything else. I'll uh, give you the Wisps nominations on the other side of the break. Breakfast with Gary and Tim.
Great to have you with us this morning on this Wednesday. Go Wispy's Power Women in Sport list coming up. His top ten. Uh, be waiting for that. It's Recommendation Wednesday, of course. If you've got one, send it in. 043981116. And we're trying to help the AFL out because they can't. They can't seem to fill their CEO role. They can't seem to fill their head of footy role. And they haven't got anyone the commission. Um, CEO Tom Harley, Commissioner James Hurd, Operations Boss Tony Frawley. There's someone that's put a bit of thought into it. Mm. Big charge. Tommy's in Williamstown. Not sure he wants to talk about this or not. Okay, Tom. Hey, Kaz and Timmy, good to have you back, boys. Go ahead, Tommy. Hey, Tom. Go ahead, Tom. And I love the rabbit hole as well. Oh, good. It's on again. We're doing another one today, the rabbit hole, our podcast. So that'll be released sometime today. It's going to be a belter today. Nice. I listen to it at work. But I'm just calling about Mark Robinson. He's getting a bit ridiculous, boys. You can tell his vendetta against Essendon at the moment is purely based on not James Hurd not getting the job, right? Yep. And... It's getting to the point where he's saying this 15 years we've been stuck in this. The bloke he wants to put on as coach put us in this 15-year situation and he doesn't... He's like borderline deluded, boys. Like, it's unbelievable. And he had the the gore to question Jordan Lewis last night about um, his clouded view on the situation because he helped with the Essendon coaching process. I couldn't believe he... And everyone knows he's just angry because of James Hurt. Tommy, that's mm. uh, strong. Tim, do you think that he's lost the plot on Essendon? I don't do you think know. He's, he's got a clouded judgment and biased judgment on the basis of uh, his commitment to James Hurd or not? I think there's, yeah, I think there's a bias there because he uh, pushed very strongly um, for James Hurd, and uh, he's very keen on James Hurd being part of the Essendon Football Club. He's a big Essendon fan, Mark Robinson, and. I think he mounted, I wouldn't say a campaign, but he wrote a lot of articles along those lines. Does it affect his reporting? Their Does it affect his reporting right well, now? Well, when you have a bias, when you have a bias, it does affect uh, your thinking. It does. Right. So, do you take it with a grain of salt? He's essence. Yes, articles? I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Friday I night start times. This is from Mozza, so I'm taking your word on this, Mozza. I haven't checked it. Round three, seven twenty. Round four, four twenty. Marvel. Round five, five ten. Um, Adelaide Oval, is it? Round six, eight, ten Optus, round seven, seven fifty, round eight, seven fifty, round nine, seven twenty. Right. Why would it be a seven twenty start on round nine? Uh, we're just trying to cater for all people, Gary. That would be the the, the reason, I would think. It might be it might be a double header. Maybe. Maybe. Did you see where um old mate uh, Jolly Selwood, we wondered where he was gonna pop up after his AFL career. Yep. A he pops up at the storm. Yep. Now there's a suggestion that he's going to go to the Ashes as part of Cricket Australia. I've invited him to be part of whatever, coaching staff, whatever. And uh, then he's going to come back and he's going to fulfill a role at the Geelong Football Club in administration as well. Why don't we just get him over there? Because they're talking, there's big, big, big talks at the moment. A lot of concern about uh, what the Chinese might be doing in, you know, close With to X. home. Yes. And, um, we should, he should be part of that, shouldn't he? Shouldn't he be over there with Albo talking to the Prime Minister of India and the Prime Minister of the UK and the President of America? hasn't put a foot wrong. Every decision he's made in recent times has been on the money. Mm. And his decision to not link himself up with an AFL club this yep. year is a masterstroke because he gets to experience the other the Melbourne Storm culture. Right. And now, if he's involved with the Ashes, what a great what a great start to his post footy career that'd be. Okay, well, I read. And the, we might see him over there. Yeah, well, I think he'd be great. He'd be great in Look, any in, did, in any organisation. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah, we might see him over there. Yes, we might. We might be over there. Are we going? Oh, now he's. Are we going? <laughs> I haven't. Have, has that been mentioned anywhere? 
that we I might did, be going over there I for just, the ashes? I just, I just mentioned it and right. plant the seed in the Hutchie's mind. Uh, yeah, I don't know that we'd Clever. Why wouldn't we? I don't know why we wouldn't. It's the biggest sporting event later in the year, exactly. international sporting event. We need to be there. Given, I don't like to talk about this because it's well, it's a touchy subject. This whole idea of war, you know, I, I picked up the age yesterday, and they're talking about you know we need to start to almost preparing ourselves for war over the, well, in the next two to five we years. Need to talk about that, do we? I'd be I'd be given uh, his combative nature of the way that he played the game and his leadership qualities. General Selwood's got a bit of a ring to it, hasn't it? I wouldn't mind having him out the front there somewhere, leading the charge for us. I don't even want to speculate on that because I'm I'm feeling very positive about life at the moment. Well, you can still work. Well, you'd feel. I don't want to talk about war. No, but if I'm talking about no ifs, I'm talking positively about the fact that Joel, General Joel, actually that's got a ring to it. General Joel. What about Brendan Gale, CEO, Footy Manager, Lepper, Board Member Daisy Pearce? Could do worse. Well, you don't seem too No, I said we could. No, I said we could. You grunted at that. I said we could do worse. Not happy with that, right? Put that or mark that as a no. Jason Dunstall's getting a lot of nominations for the AFL former player representative on the commission. Excuse me. That would be superb. I think that's number. I'm going to put that in as a lock. The chief. He loves a meeting, doesn't he? On the commission. Hey, six thirty news is upon us. It is.